Today's daf is Bavakama daf yud ches, and we are 14 lines from the bottom of daf yud zayin omid beis omarova. Today's daf has been learned as a schos for achenu bnei Yisrael hanesuna batzaro v'shivya. Today's daf is also being learned leilu nishmas Moshe Abba ben Melach. So yesterday we began the second parak in Maseches Bavakama parak Ketzad Haregel, which continues to discuss the arba avos nezike. It begins discussing the Av Nezikin of Regal. The Mishnah mentioned what Regal is. Ketzad HaRegal Muedes. The short answer is L'Shaber B'Derech When an animal's walking, doing its own thing, and B'Derech damages, that's what's known as Regal. The Mishnah then referenced B'Remiza the toldos of regel, habehema muedes lahalich kedarka, which the Gemara Bura said means all the toldos of regel, meaning an animal bederechilucha damaged, but not with its regel, literally not with its foot, but with its goof or something that's attached to its goof. And then the Mishnah also mentioned a very important, a very unique toldos of regel, and that is the halacha of tsroyros. So what is tsroyros? Tzroyros is when an animal damages, urche, but it does not make direct contact with the thing that it damaged. So the classic example is where an animal's walking, it kicks a rock, the rock lands on something and damages that thing. The animal damaged, derechilucha, it's urche. Based on that, it would seem to be a tolda of regal, stating that being that the animal's goof didn't make contact with the thing that it damaged, but rather the animal's goof made contact with something that made contact with the thing that it damaged. It's what's known as tsroiros. Tsroiros is a tolda of regal, stating that there's a that even though regal and all its toldas are mashalim nezek shalei, when it comes to Tzreiris, you pay Chatzinezek. Now, we saw in yesterday's daf that the Gemara used one word to define Tzreiris a little bit better, and that is Koichai. So, really, when is something considered Tzreiris and when is something not considered Tzreiris? When the animal damages with its goof, that's regular Ovis Nazikin. When an animal damages, but it's Koichai that's damaging... The goof did not make contact, but rather it came about through its kayak. That's when it's tzroyos, and that's when the halacha is that you only pay chatzi nezek. Now, this chatzi nezek tzroyos is similar to the chatzi nezek that every shartam pays, but of course it's different. Every shartam that pays chatzi nezek, it's based on the fact that stam shvarim b'cheskashimur, or rachmanahu d'chasala, it's based on the Iker Choyvashmira that the Bailam has on this animal, where being that what happened was Mishona was somewhat out of the ordinary, so until we establish this animal as being a troublemaker, the Allah is you're only going to have to pay Chatzinazik. Palganiska Knasa, Palganiska Mamayna, but that's in the nuance. High level, on some level, the owner is not responsible the same way he is for other damages that are caused by his animal, and it's for that reason it manifests itself in how much money he has to pay. 
as it relates to Hasinazik Troiris from a fundamental Khivashmir perspective, there's no difference if the animal would step on a Kaili or if the animal would step on a rock, which would then damage the Kaili. And if that's the case, really based on understanding the Chukim and Mishpatim of Bavakama, you should have to pay Nazik Sholem. The reason you pay Hatzinazik is because it's a halachal emotion misina. So Hatzinazik Troiris told the Regal, stating that halachal emotion misina. We also saw in yesterday's daf that not everybody agrees with this halacha l'moshim Sinai of chatzni nezek. Sumchis is a das yochid. He was chaylek and he held that it doesn't matter if the animal damaged begufoy or if the animal damaged bekoichoy. The halacha is always going to be if it's urche, if it was derechilucha, that the bailam is going to have to pay nezek shalom. Today's daf is going to discuss exclusively metchila v'atzoif, the laws of tzoyres. It's going to continue into tomorrow's daf, really until the Mishnah on daf Yotesim Abej is already going to talk about Ketzad Hashem. So all the different halachas related to Tzreiris, it's a very, very interesting, fascinating topic. One of the things that's going to come up a lot throughout the daf is that once Chazal said that Tzreiris pays Chatzin Nezek, so in some way it grouped it together with a Shartam. So is it literally like the Shartam's Chatzin Nezek? So for example... Shnortam pays chatzinezek. There's another halacha that it pays chatzinezek migufoy. What about chatzinezek tzoyrus? Is that migufoy too? Or no? It's only halacha l'moyshem isinai that it pays chatzinezek. It's not mamish like a shortam. What would be if you had chatzinezek tzoyrus once and twice and a third time? Yesh hadol tzoyrus? Would you say at some point that maybe just like a shortam can steig, it can graduate and become a shortamurid where it's going to paint nezek sholem? Maybe once you find such a concept of chatzinezek as it relates to tzoyrus, maybe there's a musig of the muid as well. So just some of the topics, some of the noisome that are going to come up in the course of today's daf. But the daf begins with a comment that Rava made. And that is, Rava walked into Beis Medrash, and Rava wanted to give the oilam a very clear way of knowing when to define something as tzroiros, and when to not define something as tzroiros. Meaning, when do you know that if an animal damage, it's considered that it damaged me gufa, it's regal, or it's old of regal, or when do we say that, no, this damage, although it clearly was set in motion by the animal, but it wasn't gufa, rather it was koicha, and as a result it falls into the halacha l'moshim isinai of chatzin as tzroiros. So Rabbis felt that the best way to explain it to the oilam was by using a marshal, a metaphor, and the marshal that Rabbi used was Tyrus. So for us mortals, maybe this confuses it a little bit, but this was actually meant to make it a little bit more clearly. And Rava said that the way to understand when something is Tyrus or not Tyrus is based on an understanding of the laws of the Zav. So a Zav, we know, is Atome. A Zav, as Altmeim, have the ability to transmit Tumah. Now, a zav could be metama bimaga, so if it touches something, that thing will become tame. Behesed, if it moves something, so even if it didn't make direct contact, but it touched something else, so the halacha is that thing will become tame. A zav is also metame tumas metris, which means that if it sits on something, the halacha is that thing will be tame as well. So, Rava is going to say that if you follow the laws of the zav, that is the schlissel to understanding the laws of. Tzreiris went to know when something is goofy, went to know that something is kosher. So, on my Rav, Rav said, Kosher, Bezav, Tamei, any time 
if this was a shaila of a zav, we would say that the contact that it made with this thing was enough to be metamid. Then If you had a similar situation with regards to an animal, the halacha is we would look at it as gufai, and the chiyuv would be nazik shalom. If, however, a zav would make contact with something, but we would say that that thing that it made contact with doesn't become tummy, it's tar because it's not a direct contact. Then, then when it comes to nizak, we would say the same thing, it's not considered a direct contact, and even though the animal caused this damage, all it is is kaychai, and dalach is, you would pay chatzin nizak. So if a zav touches something, the thing becomes tummy. Okay, if an animal's mazak when it touches something, then dalach is, you're going to pay nizak shalin. If a zav moves something, dalach is, it becomes tummy. So if an animal would move something and damage it, the is, you would have to pay Nezik Shalim. But what would be if a uh, Zav touches something that maybe touches something else? So then the halach is, that's not Tumas Maga. So, so too, if an animal would kick something which would then damage something else, the is, you wouldn't pay Nezik Shalim, you would pay Chatzin Nezik. Regardless, Kol Shabizav, Tomei Benezok Mesham Nezik Shalim, Kol Shabizav, Tar, Benezok Mesham Chatzin Nezik. So the Gemara heard what Rabbi said, and the Gemara said, but Rabbi Tzreiris Asalash Me'inon, Meaning, Robert doesn't sound like it was mechadish anything. At the end of the day, if Robert's using this marshal, must be this something that we're supposed to now know that we wouldn't otherwise have known. And did we become any smarter as it relates to the laws of Tzreiris after hearing Robert's cloud? The Gemara thought not. And if that's the case, Frank the Gemara, what is Robert really coming to be mechadish? So the Gemara says, Loi, Robert wasn't coming to teach me the Ikalach of Tzreiris. Robert was coming to clarify. And there's one knech that actually comes out of Robert's marshal that you maybe wouldn't have otherwise known. And that was Robert's chedish. Robert eglo meshechas bekorin kamashmol. What Robert was coming to teach us was that if you have an eglo, meaning you have an animal, and the animal is schlepping a wagon, and the wagon that it's schlepping down, Damage, the halacha is you would pay nezek sholin, you wouldn't pay chatzin nezek. Meaning, if a animal was schlepping a wagon and the wagon damages, on the one end, I could see that maybe that should be nezek sholin because the wagon is attached to the animal and it damaged. But then again, it wasn't the animal that made direct contact. The animal made contact through the wagon, so maybe it should be viewed as koychay, and maybe all it should be as stratus. So Rava said that if you go with the principle of kol shabazov tomei benazok mishalim nezek sholin, you're going to know that here you're going to pay nezek sholin. How so? Because the halacha is. This is the way Rashi explains the Gemara, although I am Bachroinim, that if a Zav is sitting on a wagon and the wagon goes on top of something, so the Allah is the Zav is metame anything that is underneath the wagon. It's metame Tumas Medris, Mishka Vomoshev. It's a little bit of a Chiddush because the Zav really didn't make contact with the thing that's under the wagon, but being that the Zav is on top of the wagon, which is on top of that thing, the Allah is you pay Nazak Shalim. So says Rabbah, the Nimshal is that the same would be true if an eagle was attached to a wagon and the wagon now damaged something. So we would say that even though the eagle didn't make direct contact, but the eagle made contact with the Dabra Nizik via the wagon, just like the Zav made contact with the thing that is. Underneath the wagon, via the wagon, the Allah is Kalshab Zav Tame, the Nazak Mishalim, Nazak Shalim. Zav Timar, Tani Kavasi the Rav. A Raisa that says, Mamash, what Rav said, Behemah Muedas, Shabbat Derechilucha Ketzad. So the Mishnah said that a Behemah is Muedas, Shabbat Derechilucha, which we said means the Toldus of Regal. So what's an example? Behemah Shabbat Derechilucha If a Behemah entered the Chatzar Nizik, the Hizika, and it was Mazik. Why does it have to be Chatzar Nizik? Because Regal was just a rabbi Potter. And if it was Mazik, the Gufa with its Guf, Derechilucha as it was walking, Ubasai with its Ear, Derechilucha, Ukav Shalel, with the a load that it was carrying, but probably should appear something in its mouth, or something that was around its chest. Or if a chamar would damage with a 
load that it was carrying. And here's the punchline. Or if the ego would be mazik with the karain that it was schlepping, you would have to pay nezek sholem. And if that's the case, this is a mefurisha b'raisa that supports what Rava said. Zakti Gemara Vakta. Tanu Rabba. A b'raisa. So these were chickens, and they were pecking at a rope that a bucket was attached to. And eventually, they caused the rope to snap. The nishbar hadli, and the dli fell down, and it broke. So the halach is mishalmen nezek shalim. The bailim of these tarnagoylim are going to have to pay nezek shalim. Stating that, and the truth is that Rav is about to ask an Ibayo, which sounds like is a continuation of this b'raisa that we just mentioned. The truth is it's not. In fact, it's a little tzarech beer why the Gemara even brought this b'raisa and then walked into Boy Rav. What will be clear from the Gemara is that the Gemara is going to try to be poishet Rav's Ibayo from the b'raisa. So we almost brought the Toshma before we brought the actual Ibayo. So usually when you have an Ibayo in Shas, you have an Ibayolahu, a Bayrava, Bayravashi, Bayram and Barchama, whoever the Amir is. And then we start firing away with a bunch of Mishnayas and Braises to try to be Paishit. For some reason, the Gemara brought the Braisa first, then the Bayrava, but as we'll see, the Gemara is going to come back to this Braisa to try to be Machri the Shaila. But the Bayrava, just in Pshat, if you're holding Cheshben, is not a direct flow from the Braisa. It's just that this Braisa will be used as an attempt to be poishin Rav So what was Rav Ezebaya? An animal stepped on top of a keli. The keli did not break. However, the keli did start rolling. The nishbar, and then it landed somewhere, and in the place that it landed, it ended up breaking. And Rav's Shiloh was, is this Tzreiris, or is this not Tzreiris? Meaning, you pay chatzin nezek, or do you pay nezek shalim? What are the two tzadim? Do we say that being that the animal made direct contact with this thing that it damaged, so that's gufay. And if that's the case, you should pay nezek shalim. Or do we say that although it's true that the animal made direct contact with this thing, but when it made direct contact in it, it didn't break. When did it break? When it was neskal galamakamacher. At that point, the animal was not on top of it. So if you go based on when it actually broke Fitzroyus then Then all it's gonna be is Tsrayus. So Rubber had a Shiloh, he wanted to know what would be in a case where an animal touched a Kaili, the Kaili went Lamakamacher and it broke the Makamacher. Is it Tsrayus or is it not Tsrayus? And the way he phrased the Shiloh was very lumpish. Do we look at the Maisa? Hezek, the Maisa Hezek was direct contact between the animal and the Kaili. Based on that, it's Gufa, it's a Kol Shabbos of Tameh. The Allah is, you should pay Nezek Shalim. Or do you look at what the Matzev was at the time of the Tavarmana, at the time that the Kaili actually broke? I mean that at that point, the animal was not making contact anymore with the Kaili. So based on that, the Allah is, you should pay Chatzi Nezek. So the Gemara, Tifshat Limited Rabbah Luchayra, I can be pushed this Shailah from something Rabbah said, Amma Rabbah, this is one of the most famous members in the Homo Sechtas Bavakam. If there was somebody that had Kaili, he was on top of 
a roof. And then somebody else came and he broke it with a stick. Potter, the halacha is that the second person that came and he broke the keli is going to be potter. So somebody has a keli, he's standing by Shagag, and he drops it. It's about to shatter into a thousand pieces. But before it shatters, somebody came with a baseball bat, with a makal, and boom, he crushed it. So the question is, this second person, we're not dining the first person, we're dining the second person, is he chayiv or is he going to be potter? So Rabbi said, that loch is potter. And the reason is because we say, that this keli that he broke was already... A broken keli. Now, it wasn't a broken keli, but it's about to be in a matter of moments. And as a result, we don't look at it as if he broke a keli that is a keli of value, but rather we look at it as if he broke a keli that has no value. And being that it was so it's for that reason the halacha is that he is going to be the second person potter. What do you see from here? You see that basa meikaraz linan. Because if you're going to say that every time it comes to inyane nizakin, we don't look at the time of the maisa hezek, so to speak. But rather we look at the shas tavramana. So over here, why are you viewing this keli as being a manatira? L'chaira, right now it's a whole keli. The teretz is, because whenever we dan, we'll get into this in the right, but whenever we dan the zokin, we look at based on the maisa hezek, and at that point, it's already that it's going to be broken, and therefore we say that even before the tover mana, we see a monotvira, and therefore the halach is yichayim. But al kaponim, you see that rabbah holds basa meikaraz linon. So if rabbah holds basa meikaraz linon, what's rabbah shayla? And by the way, what's the oimik of the shayla? We know rabbah is a talmud of rabbah. So if rabbah is a talmud of rabbah, faithing a mother, rabbah, you're not sure what the halach is. Your own Rebbe already said and the Gemara says it's true that Rabbi said but at the same time doesn't mean that Rabbi had a hold like his Rebbe the Rabbi the Rabbi to Rabbi this was a double Pasha but what was Pshitale the Rabbi Rabbi wasn't sure about it and this is Rabbi Shaila and being that the Maisa has it took place with direct contact between the animal and the Kali, we say you're going to be high of a regular Nazik Shalim or must and being that at the time that it broke there was no direct contact with August Taurus and all you're going to be high to pay is Chatzinez so the Mara says Toshma bring you a Raya from a Brisa now this Brisa is going to come up a few times in the course of the Daf it's a Brisa that's very very sussum now when you have a Brisa that's very very sussum so it's very flexible you can do a lot of things with it and that's why very often in the Signon of Toshmaz in Shas, you find certain prices that the Gemara wants to use the price to be paishat this, maybe you can use it to be paishat that, maybe you can use it to be paishat a third thing, because if it's not clear, it's not clear. So the Gemara has a price that was very, very sawsome, where it was clear that there was a machloikis about a dover or imid brumashaloilam, but the Amiram weren't sure really what was going on here. And the Gemara thinks that maybe this price has a shaykhis to rub a shaylavasa and karabasa tavamas. So what's the price? Hitos. So what does hitos mean? Rashi, rikidos at Tarnagailam. So you have the Tarnagailam and they're dancing. The is, if an animal, a tarnagal, would damage in that instance, he would not be treated like a muad. Some say, No, it would be a muad. So the Gemara says, first things first, Could you really understand this b'risa the way it's written? Meaning, there's a shayla of a tarnagal that's mazik, behidos, whether he'd be a muad or he wouldn't be a muad. What's the shayla? Of course he would be a muad. It's orche for a tarnagal to be merakid. And if that's the case, it's Pashit. This is a 
a tolda de regal, or maybe regal itself. But the point is, what's the shail over here? Whether mood or ain't a mood? Of course it's a mood. Elola must be. The case was, where was hides, the hitters, where the animal was dancing, it hit a keli. The keli didn't break basharusham. It was niskalgulamokam acher, and it was bimokam acher that it broke. And we have a machloikis here in the bride, so whether muid or not muid. What's the machloikis? And probably this is the machloikis. The man of the bride that says he does enoy muid. It's because he holds that we view this as being tsrairis. Because basa tavamana is linon. And the man of the says that raise a muid. It's because he holds that basa mikara is linon. And as a result, we treat it like a regular. Urche, a regular regal, with halachas that you pay nezik shalim, but the Mara says, lie, that's not the case. The case is, behintis tsrairis. The case was where the animal was dancing. It's true, he did not damage Basha Rusham. He hit a rock. The rock was niskalgalamakamacher, and it damaged. In other words, it was a good old fashioned case of tsrairis. So what's then the machloikis? I thought tsrairis, everybody holds you pay chatzin nezik. Incorrect. It's really machloikis, and that is the machloikis over here in this price. So the machloikis is not. Our funny case of Tzreiris, Rav Shaila Basimekar Basimekar The case, of course, is not whether a Tarnagal that's Merakid and it's Mazik, whether it's Orche or not, because of Ad, it's Orche. Machloikis is Tzreiris. This is the Shaila. Tzreiris is a Chatsi Nezik, or a Nezik Shon. That's a Machloikis Sunchus in the Rabbanon. And that's what's going on over here in this price. Either way, we can't be Poshit Rav Azibaya from this price. So the Gemara is going to try another price. And this is the price that this part of the daf began with. Touch my Tarnagalim. They were pecking at. Uh, Chevel at a rope that's attached to a dali. The nifsaka chevel, the rope broke. The nishbar hadli, and the dali that was attached to it also broke. So the Allah is Mashaman Nezek Shalim. The Tarnagoilin are Mazikin, and as a result, the owner has to pay Nezek Shalim. Says the Gemara, Shmamina, Lachuri, you see from here that Basar Meikaraz Lina, that you go Basar Meikar. Now, where do you see from here Basar Meikaraz Lina? Because when it says Mashama Nezek Shalim, L'chayra, what it means is you pay Nezek Shalim Saifa the Chevel, Nifsaka Chevel, at Saifa the Dli. It was Nishbar Hadli. Now, when the Dli broke, it broke when it <laughs> fell and it made contact with the ground. Who set that Nefila in motion? It was the Tarnagal. But the Tarnagal didn't break the Dli, Begufai, rather, it broke it, Bekoicha. It broke the Chevel, Begufai. But it snapped the chevel, which caused this dli to come crashing down, and that's how it broke. So the question is, why do you pay Nezek Shalim? Shouldn't that be Tzreiris? Zok de Gemara, oh, Shema Mina Basamei And we look at it as if the Tarnagal actually pushed the dli, caused it to be in the Skaugalamakamacher, meaning to fall down and then break. And you see that being that the Maisa Hezek happened with direct contact, it's for that reason we view it as being a regular regal, and therefore the Allah is going to pay Nezak Shalom. Now just to clarify, the Tarnagal never made direct contact here with the Dli. It made contact with the Chevel, but the Chevel was attached to the Dli. And as a result, we look at it as being one, and therefore, says the Gemara, oh, must be, that's Pshad over here, and that's why you pay Nezak Shalom. Isn't this a right, Basim Yikaraz Lina, but the Gemara says, no, Tigamar Chevel, the Bnei Yeshiva said that there's no hechrech, because maybe when it says, Meshama Nezek Shalem, Nezek Shalem not on the Dli. On the Dli, it's Tzreiris, you're only going to pay Chatzi Nezek. When we say Nezek Shalem, it meant for the rope. The rope is not Tzreiris. That's a regular Maisa Mazek, and as a result, that's why you're going to be Chayfei Tegemaro, Vachevel Meshonohu. But isn't 
the rope mishuna, and if it's mishuna, why are you paying nezek shalim as it relates to the rope? Meaning bishloima, if the nezek shalim is for the dli, I understand. But if it's for the chevel, then it's mishuna, and to the extent that it's mishuna, then you should only pay chatzin nezek. Now this gemara is torn beer, and the top tosfos explains the way tos explains is as follows: that bishloima, if mishalma means that you're paying for the dli, so then I can tell you that the chevel over here was a very very inferior type of chevel. It wasn't a hard rope, and being that it was a very very shvach a flimsy rope, so that already wouldn't be Mashuna for the Tarnagal to be Mechatet, and therefore what took place over here was actually Orche, Yechayim Nezek Shalem, not for the rope, because the rope has no value, it was so shvach that it was valueless, the Mishnalim Nezek Shalem is going to be for the Dli, and if that's the case, you have a Raya that Basim Yikar Azlina, but if you're going to tell me that you don't pick Nezek Shalem for the Dli, because the Dli is... And therefore, you're only going to pay Chatzin Nezek. What's the Nezek Shalim for? The rope. Then you have to say the rope was a strong rope. And if the rope was a strong rope, why do you have to say it's a strong rope? Because otherwise it has no Shavias. So you have to say it's a strong rope. If it has a strong rope, then it's already going to be Mashuna. So what the Gemara is saying is that if you're telling me the Nezek Shalim is on the rope, so that means that the rope is considered a... Strong rope. If it's a strong rope, then lechayra it's mishuna. And if it's mishuna, then why is it nezek shalim? It should only be chatzin nezek. But the gemara gets added at the gemara says the most belisha. It's talking about where this rope had dough around it. I mean, did that dough around it? So the tarnagal saw right somebody with dirty hands touched this rope, and as a result, the tarnagal had lunch. So it's sitting there and it's eating, and as a result, it's not going to be considered mishuna anymore. But the gemara says, I hear. Okay, so we got out of it. At the end of the day, if you tell me that. The Mishalmin Nezek Shalim is not referring to the Dli, it's only referring to the Chevel. So, why do we even mention the Dli? Like, it has nothing to do with anything. The Bryson said, Sounds like this two Maisa Nezokin that took place over here. And on both of them, Nezek Shalim. If you tell me the Nezek Shalim is really only referring to the Chevel, so then the Dli was just mentioned for the fun of it, which makes no sense. If it says, Nishbar Hadli, and it says Mishalman Nezek Sholim, it must be it's Nezek Sholim even on the Dli. Aye, that's for sure, Tzreiris, must be, because we view the Chevel and the Dli as attached, and this is Rav's Tzreiris of Basim Eikara, and Shmami not Basim Eikara's Linan, but the Gemara says there's still no Hechrech. Why? Because I can tell you, Elo Sumchasi, there's another way to be Daichet. I can tell you that this price is going according to Sumchas, but Tzreiris Nezek Sholim Mishalim. Meaning, if you hold that Tzreiris Lo Elam is Chatsi Nezek, maybe Basim Tavim on Azlinan, it would be Tzreiris, you'd only pay Chatsi Nezek. However, this price could be going according to Sumchas. Sumchas holds Tzreiris always pays Nezek Sholim. So in this case, you're going to pay Nezek Sholim. Meaning, there's no difference Tzreiris if you hit the rock or if you hit the actual Kaylee. Because Basa Tavamana is leaning on anyways. However, this Bryce is going according to Sumchas. But the Gemara says the problem with saying this Bryce goes according to Sumchas. And the reason is because this Bryce has a Sefer. He's Sumchas, Ema Sefer. Take a look at the Sefer. The Sefer said, Nittas Mimenu Shever. If after the Dli broke, so there was a shard of this Dli that went flying weiter, the Nafal Kliacher. And it Hit another K, leave the shavri, and it broke the second clay. So says the Bryce, Alarisha Mashalim Nezek Shalim. For the first one, you pay Nezek Shalim. And on the second one, you pay Chatsi Nezek. Now, if this is Sumchis, why are you paying Chatsi Nezek on the second Kaylee? Meaning, Bishloim, if we're going coin to the abundant that whole Tsurius pays Chatsi Nezek. So I understand why for the Dli itself, you pay Nezek Shalim. And for the clay that was broken, through the shard of the Dli, you only pay Chatzin Nezek. The Dli is not Tzreiris, because Basim Eikara is Linon. The second Kaili that it broke, that's regular Tzreiris. So you're going to pay Chatzin Nezek. But if the Bryson is really going according to Sumchis, and Sumchis holds you 
always pay Nezik Shalim for Tzoreiris. So you're paying Nezik Shalim for the Gli itself, Tzoreiris, but you should also pay Nezik Shalim for the Keli that it broke. So Frey the Gemara, I don't know how you can learn the safe of the Bryce Olivia the Sumchas. The Rasha of the Bryce, yeah, you can make work a little bit of the Sumchas, but the safe you can. Says the Gemara, I have a suggestion. Maybe even Sumchas that holds that Tzoreiris pays Nezik Shalim, maybe that's only true if it's Koichai. But maybe if it's koyach koychoi, it's already a cliche, right? You touch the keli, which touched the other keli, so maybe over there it's going to be different. Maybe even Sumchis is going to be moida that the Allah is, that you're going to pay chatzin nezek. So the Gemara says, I hear, but I have a problem. Because Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi had this shy that's coming up in tomorrow's daf. Koyach koychoi l'sumchis, kekoychoi dami alav kekoychoi dami. Rav wasn't sure of that. Rav Ashi wasn't sure about it. Now, if this b'raith is sumchis, it's mefurish in the b'raith of what sumchis holds. You see, he does make a chilek between koych and koych koych. Tivshal laid alav kekoychoi dami. He should have been pushing it from here. So you see for sure Rav Ashi didn't learn the b'raith that the b'raith is going according to sumchis. So Rav Ashi didn't learn the b'raith that it's going according to sumchis. So the b'raith must then be going according to the rabbanon. Now, if it's going according to the rabbanon, and the b'raith says that even even for the Dali, the Allah is that you're going to pay Nezek Sholem, El Alaf Rabbanoni, and Shema Mino, Basim Ikaro Zlina. It must be that you hold Basim Ikaro. So the Gemara is stuck in a corner here. Rabbi has a Shailah, whether or not Basim Ikaro, Basim Kabamano, Lechayra, can be pushed from this Bryce right here that the Allah is Basim Ikaro. But the Gemara says, Omer Abibi Barabaya, Abaya's son. Rabibi said, no, there's an eight, so it's not muchach, because it could be the case of the Bryce was the ka'azl mine mine. What does that mean? So Rashi says, Dibra maskul mine mine, the tarnagal, meaning, the way nishbara yidei gilgul amakamacha. Ella, who doich vay kolsha, who beshashviranami. The case was where the tarnagal was literally on top of the keli the entire time. So when it broke it, it didn't break it through koichai, it broke it through gufai, and that's why you're going to pay Nezek Shalom. I mean, the Gemara thought that the case of the Braisa was where the Tarnagal was chepping with the chevel, but never actually touched the keili. The keili just fell and broke via the koichai of the Tarnagal. If that's the case, it's Tzreiris. Why are you paying Nezek Shalim? There's two ways. Either it's going according to Sumchis, which the Gemara says is not going to work based on the Seifa, Elamai, in this case, Stratus pays Nezek Shalim, probably because it's Basim Eikara, oh, Tifshat Minei, that that's what's going on over the Gemara's Chayzeh. The Gemara does 180 degrees. Gemara says, not the case. The case is where it was Ka'azal Minei Minei, and as a result, it was never even a Stratus, wasn't a Koychadig case, and that's why the Allah is that you're going to have to pay Nezek Shalim. Next part of the Dab. Boy, Rav. Rav had a Shailah. Chatsi Nezek Stratus. Migufay Meshalim, Oy Me'aliyah Meshalim. So, Tzreiris pays Chatzin Nezek. It's a Chiddush. The question is, do you pay Migufay or do you pay Me'ali? Just a Chazer. Migufay means that you pay Chatzin Nezek, but only up until the value of the animal that damaged. Me'ali means you pay Nezek Shalem, Mimu'ulo Sheben like by Chizkiyo, B'malei Kivrei Avoisa. So the question is, Chatzin Nezek Tzreiris, do you pay Migufay or do you pay Me'ali? What are the two tzadim? So the Gemara says, Gishmak, Migufay, Mishalim. Do you pay Migufay? Because you pay Chatzin Ezek. And the Liyashki, Chatzin Ezek, Mishalim, Me'ali. Shari Tam, that pays Chatzin Ezek, pays Migufay. It's a Tzreris, Chatzin Ezek, should also pay Migufay. Or Dilma, Me'ali, Mishalim. Maybe you pay Me'ali, the Liyashki, and Ka'urche, the Mishalim, Migufay. Because anytime you're ever an Urche that's damaging, Usually going to be Nazik Shalim, but the Allah is always going to pay me Aliyah. So if that's the case, you should pay me Aliyah as well. Again, this is one of the Shilas that we mentioned in the introduction to the Daft that the Gemara is going to me- discuss, meaning trying to figure out on a little bit of a more granular level how to 
the hair, the chatsi nezik tzoyres. Meaning, you wanted the hair at mamish like the chatsi nezik of the time, and therefore pay me gufai. What's the other side? Because this is urche, and we don't find anywhere that urche should pay me gufai. So the Gemara says, Toshma, I'll bring you a raya from a brisa. Which brisa? So the brisa that the Gemara brought on the bottom of the Afyudzainam of this, the brisa that we said is very awesome and as a result, super flexible. You can really do whatever you want to do with this brisa. And you can ask any kasha, say any dichoi, because the brisa is so, so, so ambiguous. But either way, the Gemara says, Toshma, maybe this brisa means this Iboya. What did the Bryce say? Hidus enoi muid, v'yesh oimrim hareze muid. Yeah, but Machloik is over here, a tarnagal that was dancing, and it damaged muid or not muid. So the Gemara says, Hidus al kadaitach. Can't be, that was the quest, the case. Can't be where it literally damaged when it was being mahadis, when it was being merakit. Why? Because then the halach is, for sure you would pay nezik shal. El olav hides v'hitis. Must be the case was where it was tsrairis. Okay, if it's Shreiris, so what's the Machloikis? Whether Muid or Enoi Muid. The Machloikis says, Mandom Enoi Muid. Mandom says Enoi Muid. What does he mean? He means we don't treat him like a regular Shara Muid who pays me Aliyah, but rather we treat him like a Shartam that pays me Gufa. Mandom Muid. The Mandom that says Muid, Kasava Me Aliyah Mishalim, he holds Me Aliyah Mishalim, and therefore we treat him like a Muid in the sense that he can pay Me Aliyah. So the Gemara says, maybe that's what this price means. He does Enoi Muid or Muid. Maybe what it means is Migufa Mishalim or what it means, like in the previous Shaila, the Machloikis over here is the Machloikis Sumchis and the Chachomim, whether Tzreiris uh, pays Chatzin Nezek, whether Tzreiris pays Nezek Shalim. So the first time the Gemara brought Toshma, he does say in the Mood, the Yeshemah raised the Mood, the Gemara thought maybe the Machloikis is Basa Meikar, Basa Tavramana. Gemara says, no, no, it's not Muchach. Then the Gemara brought it to be Poish the other Shailah, where the Chatzin Nezek Tzreiris is Megufa Me'aliyah. The Gemara said the same Tarets. No, no, it's not Muchach. Meaning, it's such an unclear Braisa that you can try to bring a Raya from it, but at the end of the day, the Braisa is not going to stand. Because you could be Doichet however you want to be Doichet. Zok Gemara Toshma, I'll bring you a Raya. Hakelev Shenotel Chararos. This is another classic Bavakama case. And this case is actually mentioned in a Mishnah. The Mishnah is the Kaman and Daf Chof Aleph Omid Beis. We're going to learn this Mishnah later in the week. And this is the Mishnah that talks about Ish. So the case over there was where a dog went. He took a Charara, a biscuit, a rugula, a piece of cake. V'halach Legadish. And it took it to a Gadish, to a tree, a bush. The Ochal HaCharara, it ate the Charara on top of the Gaddish, but at the same time that it did that, the Hidlikes HaGaddish, it also set the Gaddish on fire. So how did that even happen? It's because when the Kelev was not of the Charara, it took it off the grill. So literally, there's like a barbecue, the Kelev goes, it takes the Charara off the grill, there was a coal that was attached to it, and now it goes to its little corner, it's hiding, it wants to eat this Charara in peace, it just so happens to be on top of a Gaddish. He eats up the Charara. The Charara is gone. But the Gaddish, because he dropped the coal on top of it, was set ablaze. So says the Mishnah, The Kelev is Chayiv Nezek Shalim. Meaning the owner of the Kelev, Kelev is not paying anybody, but the owner of the Kelev has to pay Nezek Shalim. But for the Gaddish, you pay Chatsi Nezek. Now, for the Charara, you pay Nezek Shalim. That's easy. What is that? Sounds like shame, right? So, it's orche. So, the halach is, you're going to pay Nezek Shalim. But, what is Negea, the Gaddish, the Gaddish, you're only going to pay Chatzin Nezek. Why that's the case is not clear, and this Indian is going to be Malavos now till the end of the day. So, the Gemara says, my time, why do you pay Chatzin Nezek? Lav is the reason not, Mishum Dahavalu Hutzrairis. 
Probably because it's Sreiris. And being that it's Sreiris, so it's for that reason that you're going to pay Chatzin Ezek. So why is it Sreiris? It requires a little bit of beer. Now the emphasis is like this. In order to properly appreciate this Gemara, we would have to learn Daf Chavbez, which we can't do because we're not up to Daf Chavbez yet. But on Daf Chavbez, we're going to be introduced for the first time to the, the famous Machloikis between Rabbi Yechen and Reish Lakish. Eisham Yishom Chitzav or Eisham Yishom Mamoyne. There was a fundamental Machloikis, Rabbi Yechen and Reish Lakish. How you understand the Mazak of Eish? We're not going to go into it now. Let's just go shitas Rabbi Yechanan, even the words of Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan holds that when somebody lights a fire and that fire goes and damages, Yechayev Mishum We look at it almost as an Adam Amazek. Ke'ilu, you threw a chetz and the trajectory of the fire as it's doing its thing, which is just rummaging and burning, that's like the arc of the chetz, which you set in motion. But the point is, it's... Ki'ilu, I threw a chetz, and any damage that happens is the equivalent thereof to any damage that would take place if I threw a chetz and along the arc of the chetz, it ended up going ahead and damaging. The point is this. The point is that when the Kelev took the Charara, which had a Gcholim on top of it, and it made contact with the Gaddish, and now the whole Gaddish gets set on fire, the Gaddish getting set on fire is chitzav shal hakelev, which means it's koychay shal hakelev. If it's koychay shal hakelev, then what is it? It's sreiris, and that's why you pay chatzin ezek. Now, versus negeya, the point of contact between the gecholim and the goddish, that's already v'chura gufoi maybe shal hakelev. But let's not confuse ourselves now. What we just need is that the progression of the fire which is Eisham Yishom Chitzav, in the context of an animal, it's what we know as Tzreiris, and it's for that reason, L'chura, the halacha would be, that you pay Chatzin Ezek. So the Gemara sees a Mishnah, the Mishnah of Eish, and it talks about the Kelev, took the Charara, went to the Gaddish, there were Gacholim attached to the Charara, he ate the Charara, and set the Gaddish ablaze. So what's the halacha? Yichayv Nezek Shalom, if you eat in the Charara, that's Shane, that's easy, and Yichayv Chatzin Ezek, for the fact that the Gaddish went on fire, L'chura, because it's Tzreiris. Now, Tony Allah, there was a Braisa that came to comment on this Mishnah and said the following Mishalim Chatzinezek, true, Migufai. So when we say that you pay Chatzinezek, what it means is Chatzinezek, Migufai. Zoysoy Meres, Tsroiris, that's Mishalim Chatzinezek, pays Chatzinezek, Migufai. It's pretty good, Raya. This is the Tashma. If the Mishnah says you pay Chatzinezek on the Gaddish, it's because it's it's meaning it's Sreiris. And if the Bryson, the Mishnah didn't say it, but the Tani Allah, the Bryson said that you pay Chatzinezek, Migufai. So this is a Raya that you pay Migufai when you're paying Sreiris. But the Gemara says there's a big problem with this. You know why? But Tizbara, take a look at that Bryson. So if you look at that Bryson, the Bryson over there mentions a second Shita, and that is Shita's Rabbalaza. Rabbalaza says you pay Nezek Shalem, and Rabbalaza says you pay Nezek Shalem Migufai. Meaning, the halacha of Migufai is true, say for the sheet of the Mishnah, which is Chatzin Nezek. It's also true for Shita's Rabbi Lazar, who holds you pay Nezek Shalem. So there's a Shita that holds that the Kelev is Chayim Nezek Shalem for torching the Gaddish, but Nezek Shalem Migufai, right? That's a interesting concept. You ever hear of Nezek Shalem Migufai? So we're about to hear about it. It says the Gemara like this. Rabbi Lazar, that says Nezek Shalem Migufai, Mi Ashkechon. You ever hear of such a thing? Meaning, what would be Nezek Shalem Migufai? Now, let's just stop for a second. That Rebbe Lazar could hold Nezek Shalom in the case of the Mishnah shouldn't bother anybody. Why not? Because, no, Niach it's maybe I was like Sumchis, and he holds you pay Nezek Shalom by Tzreiris. But according to Sumchis, is there anyone in the world that would hold you pay Nezek Shalom in Gufa? 
Only tzad in Rabbi Bayer that you should pay Migufai when it comes to Torah is because it's Chatzinezek, and Chatzinezek down pays Migufai. So maybe this Chatzinezek also pays Migufai. So I can hear a Shinkas Rabbi Lazar that pays Nazik Shalom. That doesn't bother me. But at the same time, why would it be Migufai? Says the Gemara, it must be the case that a Mishnah is something else. The reason you pay Chatzinezek in the Mishnah is not because of Torah. And the reason Rabbi Lazar holds Nazik Shalom is not because he holds like Sumchis. Rather, and this way Rashi explains the Gemara, if you go through these Rashis, they're fast. But Rashi says that everybody holds that that Tzroyrus pays Nezek Shalom, like Sumchis. The reason the Mishnah says that you pay Chatzni Nezek, the Chachamim that Achoyvik with Rebbe Lazar, is because it's talking about a case, you ready? Where the Gacheles that the Kelev put on top of the Gaddish, it did Ba'ofen Meshonah. Meaning it was Tzroyrus B'Meshonah. What would be the halach of Tzroyrus B'Meshonah? So, L'chayra, that would be already Karen. Now, if you hold Tzroyrus as Chatzinezek, so then the baseline is Chatzinezek. You can never be more than Chatzinezek. But if everybody holds like Sumchis, so then really Tzroyrus is no different than a regular Maisamazek. So the fact that this is Tzroyrus is neither here nor there, because we're going according to Sumchis. There's no such halach of a Moishim So as a result, that halach is you're going to pay a regular Nezek Shalim. It was Mishona. If it's Mishona, now it's Tolda de Karen. If it's Tolda de Karen, what's the Machloik is whether you pay Chatzin Nezek or you pay Nezek Shalom? The Chachomim you pay Chatzin Nezek because Karen, Tam, always pays Chatzin Nezek. For Rabbi Loza, Zok the Gemara, Savalik Rab Tarfin. He also like Rab Tarfin. The Amar holds Mishona Karen, Bechatzin Nezek, Nezek Shalom, Mishalom. That even though ordinarily a short Tam pays Chatzin Nezek, but Bechatzin Nezek pays Nezek Shalom. And being that this was Bechatzin Nezek, therefore you're going to pay Nezek Shalom. And here's the punchline that the Gemara doesn't speak at, but it's obvious that that's the point that Gemara is trying to make. That according to Rab Tarfin, who holds that a short time pays Nezek Sholem Bechotzer Nezek that Nezek Sholem is Mishalem Migufay and that's what's going on over here so you want to bring a ride from here to the Shaila of Tzreiris whether you pay Migufay you don't pay Migufay it seemed to be a Mephurish and Mishnah with help from a Brysa that you pay Chatzin Nezek Migufay the Gemara says if you're going to learn the Brysa this way then you have no Havana in Shittas Rabbi Lazar everybody holds that really Tzreiris is neither here nor there and Tzreiris really you pay being that it's Orche Nezek Shalom over here it was Mishona being that it was Mishona really it's a told of the Karen the Machlech is whether you pay Chatzin Nezek and Nezek Shalom is Mishona Karen Bechotzer Hanizik. It's the Machloikis Raptarfin and the Chachamim. But here's the point. But everybody holds, even Raptarfin that holds Nezek Shalim. But being that at the end of the day, it's still a short time, so Allah is the only Mashalim Gufay. And that's what's going on over here. But the Gemara says, Belohi, I hear it. You're saying good, but it's not Muchach. Why? Because my time in Mukhasaka Raptarfin, Mishum Nezek Shalim. Why did you say that what must be going on over here is really everybody holds like Sumchis, Machloikis is Raptarfin and the Chachamim. Because otherwise, you have no way of understanding Rabbi Lazar's Nezek Shalim. But not Rabbi Lazar's Nezek Shalim, even though those are the words of the Gemara. Rabbi Lazar's Nezek Shalim, mi gufai. No, Rabbi Lazar's Havak HaSumchis, the Omar Tzreiris, Nezek Shalim, Mishalim. Like I'll tell you that really, the Machloikis, Rabbi Lazar, the Chachamim, is by a regular Tzreiris. And the Machloikis is, the Machloikis, Sumchis, and the Rabbanon. And the reason the Rabbanon hold that you pay Chatzi Nezek, Migufay is because Shreiris pays Chatzin Nezek Migufay. What was the kasha? That why coin Rabbi Lazar? If he holds like Sumchis, would you pay Nezek Shalom Migufay? Why should Nezek Shalom be Migufay? So the Gemara suggests something, and 
Don't worry, because the Gemara is going to be doicha, what it's about to suggest in one second, so it's going to be hard to read it. But at least for a fleeting moment, says the Gemara, maybe the Savalak Rabbi Yehuda. Maybe Rabbi Laza holds like Somchis, but he also holds like Rabbi Yehuda, the Amar, who holds Sad Tamus Bim Koima Oimeda. So this, Rabbi Yehuda, if you look in the Messiah Sashas, is the Kamon La Mites Amadez, the Kamon Memhei Amadez. So Bezer Hashem will become quite familiar with Shita's Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda has a Shita that a Shartan pays Chatzin Nezek. What happens when it becomes a Muad? Then you pay Menaliyah. Rabbi Yehuda holds that it's only the second half that pays Menaliyah. But the Chatzin Nezek of every Shartan Muad still pays Chatzin Nezek. Migufoy. And the reason is because Sad Tamus, the Sad Tam is Bim Koymoy Oymedes. So the Gemara is suggesting that maybe according to Sumchis, who holds that Tzreiris pays Nezek Shalem, but we view it like a Shor Hamuid Karen, where it pays a half, still Migufai, because Sad Tamus Bim Koymayoimedes. So according to Sumchis, his Nezak Sholem, it's true half of it. The other half will be Menaliyah, but the first half is going to be Migufai. Vichiktonu Migufai. And when the Braises said that according to Rabbi Lazar, the Nezak Sholem is going to be Migufai at Sad Tamus. He meant it. With regards to the Tzatamos, meaning and everybody holds that you pay me gufay. What was the kasha? According to Sumchas, why would you pay me gufay? Because just like according to Rabbi Yehuda, every Sharamuid pays the Tzatamos me gufay. So, so too in the Chatzin Ezek Tzroiris, well, according to Sumchas, in the Ezek Shalim Tzroiris, Chatzin of it anyways is going to be me gufay. But really, it has no havana. Amalei Rav Samabrei, the Rav Ashi, the Ravina, Eim, the Shamalei, the Rav Yehuda, Betan Venasamuid. True, Rav Yehuda holds Sat Tamus from Kamiya Medes. That's because he had an animal that started with a Tam and then it graduated to be a Muid. But the Muid Mitchilosei Mishamadle. Whoever heard that a Muid Mitchilosei should have there's no Sat Tamus. Sad Tamus from Koyme Medes means that he's already grandfathered in that there's a Sad Tamus over here, so that doesn't go away. But over here it has no Avono. So the Gemara says Elo. So what does this Elo mean? So just look at Rashi, Dibra Maschal Elo. I boyis lo ukma bitsroiris kirchai ulo mifshet boyi derava de magufa mishalim. If you want to make this work, you want to action zechais, and you want to say that Pshat in this Mishnah is that they're arguing in a case of Tsroiris, meaning not everybody holds like. Sumchis and the Machlekes is Rav Tarfin and the Chachamim, and that's why it's Pashit Yemeshalim Mikufai. But rather, you want to say that this is a Tzroiris case, and Pshan and the Chachamim that holds Chatzinetic Tzroiris is because they hold Chatzinetic Tzroiris is Meshalim Mikufai, and it's a right to Shitas Rava. The way you would have to learn it to explain Shitas Rabbalos, right? What was the problem with learning the Mishnah that way? How are you going to stand Rabbalos? Rabbalos says you pay Nazik Shalom Mikufai. Why are you pay Nazik Shalom Mikufai? He holds like Sumchis, where's the Nezek Shalom Migufay? I'll leave it to Sumchis. The Gemara thought it had it. A shot, maybe he holds like Rabbi Yehuda Tzad Tamus, but the Gemara just knocked that out. Says the Gemara, if you want to make it work, this is the way you would make it work. The way you would make it work is Rabbi Laza holds Nezek Shalom Kigoyin the Ayayin. It's talking about where there was Hada, meaning you had a Tzroiris where the animal kicked rocks once, and then he did it again, and then he did it again, meaning the animal became a Shayhamuit. With regards to Tzreiris, and this is the Machloikis between Rabbi Lazar and the Chachamim. Mar Savar, Yeshadol Tzreiris. Rabbi Lazar holds that you pay Nezek Sholem after it's established to be a Muid, because Yeshadol Tzreiris. Umar Savar, whereas the Chachamim hold Ein Hadol Tzreiris, that there's no Hadol Tzreiris, and therefore you only pay Chatzin Nezek. Meaning, if you want to be Poshir Rav Shiloh from this Mishnah, you could. This is the way it has to play out. The way it has to play out, as the Mishnah says, that if the Caliph took the Harara 
and do a gecholam attached and went to the goddess, it damaged it. Allah is chayiv chatzinez. Why chayiv chatzinez? Because Eishem shum chitza, but chitza for shalakalim, and Allah is tzorah tzorah pays chatzinez. And the brayso says, "V'tani Allah, you mishan chatzinez megufay." Oh, tzorah that tzorah pays chatzinez megufay. What was the problem? Rabbi Loza says you pay nazik shalim. How could Rabbi Loza hold you pay nazik shalim? So you tell me he holds like sumchis. That's why he holds nazik shalim. Hagam it's Eishem shum chitza, but chitza for shalakalim and tzorahs. Beside but nazik shalim megufay has no pshat. The teretz is hocha b'mayoskino, and you have to make an akimta. It's talking about in the Mishnah where this animal is already a sharamud. Every time they make a picnic, this caliph is lurking. He's done this before. He's a repeat offender. So it happened already so many times. As a result, there was already had dog, and the owner was warned. I'm telling you, watch your dog. These chevra are going to make a, a shtickle barbecue. You make sure you watch it. Then listen, then listen, then listen. Rabbi Loza holds Yeshada Litzrayris, and he becomes a murid. He stays, and that's why he pays Nazak Shalim. Whereas the Chachamim all in Adol Litzrayris, and that's why he keeps on paying Nazak Shalim. But what's the punchline? Ready for the punchline? The punchline is, is that the Chachamim all Chatsi Nazak, Mikufai, because. With Paisha Rav Shaila, that Tzreiris is Chatsi Nezim Igufai. Rabbi Lozer holds Nezik Shalim Igufai. So Krashi, not the whole Nezik Shalim, but only the Tzad Tamus. Because Sava like Rabbi Yehuda, the Tzad Tamus from Kamehim. This, this is heavy cheshman. But the bottom line is, if you want to make it work, you can make it work. In other words, there's two drachim how to learn the Mishnah. Either the Machloikis and the Mishnah is the Machloikis, Rab Tarif and the Chachamim. It's talking about where it did it, Ba'ifim Mishnah. And Lo'ilam, everybody holds like Sumchis, that what? That Tzreiris always pays Nezik Shalim. Over here it was done Ba'ifim Mishnah. And the machlokes is mishuna karen bechatzur anizik nezik shalom mishalim bechatzin nezik mishalim. The chumim the mishnah holds chatzin nezik. Rabbi Lazar holds nezik shalom. But Ethan Rabbi Tarfin who holds nezik shalom, but about this megufay, that's why it's going to be megufay. That's one eitzah. The other eitzah is is that we're talking about where it was done again in an oifin of tzrayrus. Now everybody holds like sumchis fakert. Everybody holds like the chachamim. That really pay chatzin nezek. There was hadar, and the shaila is whether yesh hadar letzrayis ain't hadar letzrayis. The reason you pay migufa is because, like Rava said in one of its stodim in Izibaya, that chatzin nezek letzrayis being that it's chatzin nezek is going to pay migufa. And when Rabbi Loza says nezek shalom migufa, he didn't mean the whole nezek shalom. He only meant the tzad tamos. Because Rabbi Lekarav Yehuda, that tzad tamos, even when you pay nezek shalom, is going to be b'mkaymeimet. Now, according to that. Sad of how you learn this Mishnah and this Bryce over here, it comes out that what's the Machloikis Rabbi Lazan the Chachamim? Yesha Dalitzoris, Eina Dalitzoris. Meaning, there's two versions. According to one version, they're arguing Yesha Dalitzoris, Eina Dalitzoris. The other version is they're arguing the Machloikis Rabbi Tarifim the Chacham. So the Gemara says, if you're going to tell me that you have a Tashma over here and that Pshan in this Machloikis Rabbi Lazan the Chachamim is Yesha Dalitzoris, Eina Dalitzoris. And the other way, Rav, Rav himself had the Shaila, Yesha Dalitzoris, Eina Dalitzoris. I don't understand what Rav Shaila was. Lechur, he had him before Shemishnah. He had this Machloikis Rabbi Lazan the Chachamim, the Rabbanon. If you go in coin to Rabbanon, it's pretty Mephorish. There's no Ribaya, Eina Dalitzoris, right? If that's the case of the Mishnah, so you know the Rabbanon Shita. They hold Chatzin Nezik, in other words, Eina Dalitzoris. And either Rabbanon, Eina Dalitzoris. And if the Shaila was going to Rabbanon, he was Eina Dalitzoris. So what was the Ibaya? Meaning, you are saying that if you're going to tell me, Pshad and the Machalit Rabbanon and Chachalim is Eina Dalitzoris, Eina Dalitzoris, so how could Rav have ever had a Shaila? What's the Gemara's tarot's going to be? The reason Rav had a shayla because it's not muhach that that's the machloikis. There's two ways you can learn the machloikis. I'm a Rav. Rav is going to tell you. My shayla was according to the rabbanon. Obviously, who argue with some? Because so if it happens a couple of times or not. But over here, as it relates to the machloikis, Rabbi. The Allah and the Chachamim, it's a whole different machloikis. Being the rabbanon, being the rabbanon, the Omar Tzreiris. 
Nezek Shalem Mishalem. Over here, they both hold, like Sumchis, right? This is everything we spoke out. This is the Rashi and They both hold that Sreiris pays Nezek Shalem. The time of my Omer Nezek. What's the reason that Rabbanon hold Chatzin Nezek? It's because the Shani, because it was done Mishona. The Loyayid, and there was no mood yet, so it's a regular short time that pays Chatzin Nezek. Why then would Rabbi Loza hold you pay Nezek Shalim? We will book the Rabbi from Rabbanon and come to Fliyim. in the vault. That's the Machlaikis. The Machlaikis over here is the Machlaikis Rabbi from the Chom. Meaning, we laid it out. There's two ways you can learn this Mishnah. So as a result, you want to be Poshnit, the Shailov, Chatzin Nezek Tzoris, Megufai, not Megufai, you can't be Poshnit, because maybe that's not the Machlaikis. You want to be Poshnit, the Shal Yeshad Dollar Tzoris, Ainad Dollar Tzoris, you can't be Poshnit that either, because maybe that's not the Machlaikis. So Rabbi walks to base Medish, right? Rav is the Mar the Shmait and today's Da. So Rav walks into base Medish, he has all these Shakiras with regards to, yeah, and this one could be telling you that, that one could be telling you this, but each Shaila is a good Shaila, because at the end of the day, all these Rayas that we're trying to bring really are not such clutter Rayas. It's just one last Gemara. And then we will pick this up, the Ezer Hashem tomorrow. That is, says the Gemara, Emet Hashem Alei the Rav Tarfin, Nezek Sholem, Negufoy Misham. One of the Hanachas that we made in this whole Cheshven was, that according to Rav Tarfin that holds, that Meshunah Karen, because Rav Nezek Nezek Sholem Misham, he's going to pay Nezek Sholem Negufoy. So the Gemara says, Mechatesi, how do you know that? Meaning, maybe Rav Tarfin holds that you pay Nezek Sholem. But how do you know that he holds Migufoy? So again, Ashar Tam always pays Chatzin Nezek. Rav Tarfin has a Chiddush, that it pays Chatzin Nezek if the damage took place in Rishos HaRabim. But if it happened in the Rishos HaNizik, so then you're going to pay Nezek Sholem. The Gemara here took for granted, it was like a Dover Pashat, that according to Rav Tarifin, the Nezek Sholem, that the Shor Tam is going to pay for Chatzin Nezek, is going to be Megufa. It's going to be like the Chatzin Nezek that it would pay for Rishos HaRabim. The Gemara wants to know, Mehechetesi. So the Gemara says, I'll tell you Mehechetesi. In, yeah. Because Mehecha. Not tasty, but maisila. What's the makart of tarifin? How does tarifin know that the halacha is tam bechatzar nizik pays nizik shalom? Where did tarifin get his halacha from? So we know where he got it from. He got it mikerim b'shosarabim. Right? We saw the short version of it on daf yudalit. We're going to learn the mishnah again in the coming days. We'll see the longer version of it. But Rav Tarifin learned it from a kalvachaimer. What was the kalvachaimer? Madach shein veregel that a potter b'shosarabim bechatzar nizik pays nizik shalom. So Karen, which is Chayiv in Rishos Rabin, even a short time, which is Chayiv at least Chatzin Nezek in Rishos Rabin, certainly it should have to pay Nezek Sholem when it comes to the Chatzin Nezek. But the point is, where did he learn it from? He learned it Kalvachoymer from the fact that Karen is Chayiv in Rishos Rabin. Madach short time is Chayiv in Rishos Rabin, so certainly it should be Chayiv Nezek Sholem be Chatzin So it says the Gemara that being that Reb knows. That the Shartam pays Nezek Sholem Bechotzer Nizik, Kalvachoymer from the fact that the Shartam pays Chatzin Nezek Bechotzer Rabim. So if that's the case, Dayu Lovim and Adin Lius Kenodon. It can't be that the Nezek Sholem of Chotzer Nizik is going to be more common than the Chatzin Nezek of Bechotzer Rabim. And if the Chatzin Nezek of Bechotzer Rabim is Chatzin Nezek Migufoy, then the Nezek Sholem of Chotzer Nizik also has to be Nezek Sholem Migufoy. Based on what? Dayu. Frank the Gemara for Abtarfin Leslie Dayu, right? Isn't this. She does Rav Tarfin, he doesn't hold of Daya. Any Rav Tarfin doesn't hold of Daya, because if he held of Daya, his Kavachim would be dead on arrival. It would have no Havana. How could Rav Tarfin's Kavachim have feasts in Bismedrash? It has no Pshan in the world. Right? What did he say? He said, I'm Madacha Karen. 
pays chatsi nezek b'shus harabim, certainly it should pay nezek shalim b'chatsar anizik. If there's ever been a dayoy, this is the dayoy. But the Gemara says, and again, we'll see a lot more about this later in the week. And this is Dvarim Yudduim. It's quoted throughout Chas that Ki Lesley dayoy. It's true, Rabtarfin doesn't hold of dayoy. But the only time Rabtarfin doesn't hold of dayoy, you have to read the not such fine print. It's Hechad Mifrich Kalvachim. If by saying dayoy, you're going to get nothing out of this Kalvachim, then you don't say dayoy. But Hechad Deloy Mifrich Kalvachim. If, however, the Kalvachim is not going to be upgefrekt, then Isle Dayoy, then Avadi holds dayoy. Reptarfin's Chiddush of Lesley Dayoy is I have a Kalvachim. I have nothing to do with this Kalvachim. So if. That can't be. You've got to use it for something. So if I'm going to use it for something that's going to violate the principle of dayoy, so I don't care. Dear Reptarfin is a Lesley Dayoy. If, however, using. This Kalvachimer will give me something without violating the principle of Daya, then I don't have a right to violate the principle of Daya. Therefore, Reptarfin held there was a Kalvachimer to be learned from the fact that Karen is Chayev Bishasarabin and Shem Varegel's part of Bishasarabin. Something needs to be taken out of that. You see from here that Karen is more Chayev than Shem Varegel. We are Bishasarabin. Which means that Bishasarabin, there has to be some Adifus to Karen. So you say, what's going to be the Adifus? That difference will be that you're not going to be chayv chatsi nezek, you'll be chayv nezek sholim. I die, you're learning it from the fact that Karen is chayv chatsi nezek b'shosarabim. I'm asking, but if I'm not going to use it to teach me this, then I'm nothing to use it for. So hechadim nifrit kavachayim. If there's nothing else to use the kavachayim for, then lo yamrina die. However, versus negeya migufay, and here's the punchline. I will end with this. As it relates to the migufay, for that already there's no nifrit kavachayimer. Why? Because what do you want to tell me? That if the short time pays chatzin nezik b'shosarabim migufoi, so certainly when it pays nezik shalim b'chatzin nezik, it should pay not migufoi. I'm going to tell you dayoi. I love him and I didn't leave Are you going to tell me it's mifrak kalvachaymer? It's not mifrak kalvachaymer because I use the kalvachaymer to tell me that you pay nezik shalim b'chatzin nezik. So once I use the kalvachaymer to tell me that you pay nezik shalim b'chatzin nezik, now already it's loy mifrak kalvachaymer. If it's loy mifrak kalvachaymer, now I have to use dayu. So in the same kalvachaymer gufa, you see Rav Tarfin's using dayu is not using dayu. You can only use dayu a vifel. I need it so that something comes out of this kalvachaymer. But berega that I already used the kalvachaymer, so now I have to invoke the. Usual and customary principles of Daya. Either way, that's why it was so posh to the Gemara that according to Rab Tarfin, the halacha is that the Shunni Karen Bechatzar Nizik, Nezik Shalim Meshalim, albeit it's going to be Nezik Shalim Megufoy. Exhale. So, as it relates to a little bit of raid, a little bit only because we have a little bit of time, not because there's a little bit to talk about. Shanemo. But just to give it a little bit of a haskala. So the Gemara brought Rabbi's member. Rabbi said, Zora Somebody threw a keli from the top of a roof. And somebody else came and he hit it with a stick. Potter, the Allah is, that second person is going to be Potter. And the reason is, the Amrina lay, because we say, that this keli was destined to break. And the person that broke the keli really broke a monotvira. He broke a keli that Halach of use has already been broken. And it's for that reason he's bothered. When are you a mazik if you damage something of value? But we look at this as if it had no value, and being that we look at it as if it had no value, so therefore the halacha is monotvira tover. Now, what's the halacha with regards to the person who threw the keli from the reishagag? Meaning, let's assume the person that threw the keli was not the owner of the keli. It was a third person. So, 
somebody throws someone else's keli off the gag, and then another person comes and he breaks it. So we just said that the second person is potter, because manat firatava. That's Rabbi Zalocha. What about the first person? Is he chayver? Is he potter? That's a big shayland rishonim. Ayin shah. That's not what we're going to talk about right now. What we're going to talk about is the ikr halacha of zora klimi roish hagag Potter regarding the second person. He's Potter. And the reason is which in Bavakama vernacular, the Gemara said, it's because Rabbi was Pshitale that Basame Koraslina. So Toysfis here in Dafidzainam Abbas, the last Toys on the Almud, says Nira. Dimzorak Evan What would be if you had a similar case, but very different? And that is there was a Kli on the floor. Somebody took an Evan, takes this very, very heavy brick, and he drops it from the Reish Agag, and it's falling, it's falling, it's falling, and it's going to make direct impact with this keli. It's going to shatter it into a thousand pieces. And as this is about to happen, somebody comes with the same makkle, the same baseball bat, and he destroys this keli that's on the floor. What's the halacha? Says Toysvis, Nira de pshita de chayef. In that case, the person that breaks the keli, it's pasha to me that he's going to be chayef. V'loy shayech kan monot firotava. Over here, you can't say monot firotava. Monat firatavar is when you threw the keli, but if you threw something on the keli, even though statistically speaking, and Balabatish Kirat, everything is the same. But there's a difference, as Tai says, between throwing a keli and between throwing something on the keli. And says Tais, I'll prove it to you. Because the Iazlina Nami Hacha Basamekara, because if you're going to tell me that even in this case, you would say Basamekara, Lemishkachas Pitzurus Chasinazik. So what was Rav Shailah? Whether Basamekara, Basatavamana, Lachura, it should be so obvious that you don't go basameikara because if you go basameikara, then there'd be no Allah of tzrayis because you'd always say basameikara. The teretz is what was Rava's case? Rava's case was where the animal hit the keli and then the keli went flying. But in a classic case of tzrayis where the animal hits the rock and the rock goes flying over there, it's pasht. There's no sugya basameikara and basatavamana. And the way it plays itself out here in Rava's seer is that zara klimi roshagam ubar achar v'shavrei the halach is potter. However, if it was Zorak Evan, he hates Alakli. And then somebody went and he was calling the Shavrai over there, it's Pshit, it's going to be Chayat. And then Taisva says, The Svara Pshuta, he lechalik bin Zorak Evan, Zorak Liatzma. He says, Such a Svara Pshuta, I'm not even going to have to explain it to you. It's so obvious that there's a chilik between Zorak Kli and Zorak Evan. And of course, everybody wants to know, hey, what's the Svara? And Svara Pshuta, it's so obvious. Like, how exactly is it so obvious? Again, we'll leave this for the London. But it's Yodua that the Ktsois. And Simon Shit Zadik says that Mada Pshita Leila Hatoisves on the level of Svara Pshuta was clearly not the opinion of some of the other Rishainim. And the Ktsais brings Rayas from Rishainim that they didn't necessarily hold like Taisis. We'll just mention two. The first is the Rosh. The Rosh is right here in Parakates of the Rekel. He's discussing a Gemara that we're going to learn where the Gemara talks about an animal that hit something in the Rishus Arabim. And that thing landed into Rishos HaYochit and it damaged Rishos HaYochit. And the question is, are you going to be Chayiv or are you going to be Potter? Regel, we know, is Potter Rishos HaRabim. The Hitiza happened Rishos HaRabim. Regel, however, is Chayiv in Rishos HaYochit. And the Hezika happened Rishos HaYochit. So the Gemara says, Hitiza Rishos HaRabim, the Hezika Rishos HaYochit, the Aloche is that you're going to be chayef. Frek the Rosh I don't understand why you're chayef. 
we had a sugi in the beginning of Parakates of the Regal, whether we go Bosa Meikara or whether we go Bosa Tavamon. And Dr. Rosh, the Maskonas Hasugya is, this is the way the Rosh came out, like Rabba who was Pshitole, and that is that you go Basar Meikara. So if you go Basar Meikara, so why Hitiza Bishos Harabim, Vizika Bishos Ayachit, are you Chayef? You should go Basar Meikara. And the Basar Meikara was in a Rishos Harabim, and Regal Bishos Harabim is Potter. Says the Rosh, you have to say, here it's different. And the reason is, the Goli Kra, it's Xerus HaKosav, it says, Ubir Bisteyachar, Vabir Hoyo Bichotzer Hanezek. Being that it happened, Bisteyachar, the Torah says that wherever the damage takes place, Bisteyachar, then you're going to be chayat. So being that over here, the damage, Lomaisa, took place in the Rosh Hashayachin, it was a Steyachar, it's for that reason you're going to be chayat. In other words, the Rosh Ha'ka'at, that Hittiza B'Shosh HaRav, and Vizika B'Shosh HaYachin, chayat, why don't you say Basim Eikara? And if you say Basim Eikara, so then the Allah is, you're going to be Potter, because the Basim Eikara happened in the Rishos Arabim. Zok, the Rosh, that true, it's a very good Kasha. However, there's Xeris HaKasav, that when the damage takes place in a Rishos Acher, it's considered Rubir Bistei Acher, and the Allah is going to be Chayfrik Tiktois. If the Rosh held like Toysis, that the only time you say Basim Eikara is when it's Zarak Kli, when you took the actual Kli and you threw that. That's what's about to fall and shatter. But if you would throw an Evan on top of the Kli, then already it would be different. So what's the Rosh's Kasha that you should go Basim Eikara? The case over here is where you hit something and that thing went into Rosh Hashayachin and it damaged in the Rosh Hashayachin. This L'chayr was a, a Zorak Evan. It was a Zorak Chait. It wasn't a Zorak Lee. And Afal PK, still, you see that the Rosh Hashayachin that L'chayr, this should have a Shaykhis to the Shaykh of Mekar and he had to come on to Xeris HaKosif to get out of it. So says the Ktois, you see that the Rosh obviously held that when it comes to the Shaykh of Mekar and Basim Tavamad, it makes no difference whether you were a Zara Kli or whether you were a Zara Evan al Gabi Kli. Either way, the Shita Sarash obviously was that the Allah is that you're going to be Chayef. The Ktois brings other ayahs, maybe we'll, we'll save that for a different time. But the bottom line is, what emerges then is that really it's a Machlokis Rishayim. This Halacha of Zara Taisva says that it's only true if you was Zorak the Kli itself. But Nira dim Zorak Evan Oichets Pshito de Chayef. The rush is clearly Chaylik, and Ein Shambik Taisa brings other Poiskim that were Chaylik as well. So, just to bring out one Lumbus in terms of appreciating this svar a little bit better, of Basim Eikara's Linan, this Indian of Monotvira So maybe it's Kedai to mention a short tshuva. This tshuva is in Shailas, the Binyan Shloima. So it's in Chelik Beis, it's in Chayisha Mishpat, Simin He. It's Binyan Monotvira So there was a Maisa Shahoya Kachoya that was presented to the Vilna Dayan, so this story took place, just to give it a little bit of historical context, it happened in the year Tafresh Nun Zayin. So it was in 1897. That's when the story happened. I'll read it inside. So the Shoyal is sending the following Shaiva to the Binyan Shloyman. He said, He said, 
There was a Maisa Shahoya that happened in a shtetl somewhere. Shadar Sham Ish Echad, by a Machsik Beseser Yayin Sarov, Limkar, Beloy Patent, Neket Choykakira. So there was a person that he was selling whiskey, and apparently there was some sort of prohibition at that time. And he was violating the law, and he was selling something that he really wasn't allowed to sell. So what happens, they used to have these chavah that would come, and they would barge into your geshaft, and they wanted to see if you were violating this law, if you were taka selling the yayin tzar. Now, if you were, they would take it from you, and not just that, they would give you penalties and fines. It was a very, very bad situation. There was a moizeg hanal. He was a well-known moizeg. He had, had a knock, you got in, and you got whatever it was you wanted. And a person comes in, and a fight breaks out between the person that walks in and this guy, and he gets so angry. He takes his whole back book, he takes his, his whole barrel, he pours the thing out, and everything, everything gets damaged. Either way, they're fighting, and their mom is screaming, as this is going on, literally, there's a knock on the door, and all of a sudden, one of the mamonim walk in, and he walks in, and he says, um, you know, we got a tip that you're selling Yain Saraf. And he says, let's do a quick uh, sweep of the place. Let's see what's going on. Anyway, they looked, I'm not sure how the place didn't smell. But they went, and they couldn't find it. The guy walked out, and he was speared. Either way, this person, the Moizig Hanal, this uh, Balabatisha guy, so he takes the mazik, and he summons into Tim Taira. And he says, you know, you owe me money. I had this barrel, it was worth so much money, and you completely destroyed it. So he hired a good Jewish lawyer, and he walks into court, and he says, my client owes you money. Do you understand how much he saved you? This thing was five minutes away from being confiscated. Not just that, you were going to have a legal tzara, she'en kamayo. He said, he doesn't know anything. He did you the biggest type in the world. You know what? We'll call it even, and let's just part ways. But the bottom line is, he says, he doesn't owe you anything. So this Shiloh was a real story and it was brought to a local Rav and the Rav sat down and the Rav wrote a tshuva. And he sends the tshuva to the Cheshuk Vilna, and he wants to know, Yolandeinu Rabbeinu, what's your perspective? Like, what's your take on it? Now the tshuva is a fascinating tshuva. There's a lot going on over here. We can't go through the whole tshuva. But the tamsis of what this Yid wrote was, he said that my muschorishin was, it should be totally in the Shiloh, you ready? Of Bosemei Kara, or Basa Tavamon. Because it's Mavur in Bava Kamadafi Zayin Amadeis, Asafahana Svar in the Veld, called that Monotvira Tav, that if somebody takes a Kaili and he throws it, Meiroi Shagag, Bachar Vashav Abamakal, the second person is Potter. Why? Because what he broke was a Monotvira. He broke something that, let's be honest, really had no Shavias. So said this Meshiv, this Rav, he says, this Yayin Saraf had no Shavias. Now they didn't know it had no Shavias. But Klapi Shmaya there was literally a guy down the block who was about to walk in and do a bus. So really, it had no value. So if it had no value, it comes out that what he was mazik was a monotheria. So if he was mazik, a monotheria, so why should it be chai? So then he said, because if you hold that the only time you say monotheria tov, the only time you say basa meikara, is when you zara kli. Okay, over here, nothing happened to the kli. But this was a zara kheitz, and emol, they were chitzim that were coming after him. And as a result, this is a case of zara kheitz. I mean that this is a case of zara kheitz, so based on the zara kheitz, so lechayra, at first glance, this, this is what it should be told in. And he said that being the toys of is, that you don't say basa meikara by zara kheitz, you only say it by zara kli. So he went, 
Tosfos, and it's not going to be therefore Manatvira, and therefore he wanted to say you should be Chayev. But then he had a, another thought. He had a, a Ruach HaCheres. His Ruach HaCheres was that the Gemara Mesechtes Menachis, Dav Samech Talad Amenalf. The Gemara there talks about a man who was fishing on Shabbos, which is not okay. So this man was fishing on Shabbos, and he has a net literally in the pond, in the river that he's fishing, and all of a sudden he feels something in his net, and he ropes up the hook, and lo and behold, inside the net, there was a fish, but there was also a child, Rahman al-Sun, that was drowning, and he saved the child's life. And the question is, this person, is he a Machal Shabbos, or is he not a Machal Shabbos? It was a Machloikis. It was a Machloikis, Rabbi and Rava. Rabbi Omar Potter, Rava Omar Chayev. Rabbi Omar Potter, Zilbos Amaisov. At the end of the day, he's Potter because... Lamaisna, what he did was that's all Slavashis. Rava Machayev Zilbasamachtoi. In his mind he was fishing. And as a result, he's gonna be Chayev. We pass in that Talach is that you're gonna be Potter. Meaning we hold Zilbasa Maisov and not Zilbasamachtoi. So this yet said, if that's the case, then you see that when it comes to such a shaila, where your machshava was to do one thing, but turns out you ended up doing something else, we pass in like Rabba Zilbasa Maisov. So Maisov over here was not a Maisa damage. Because really what he broke was something that was aimed to break. The Maisa that he did was, it was a Maisa Hatzala. It was like literally like he saved the child. He saved this person from tremendous Agmas Nefesh. Now Machshavtoi was to be a Mazik. But we pass it like Rabbi, Zulbos and Maisov, not Zulbos and Machshavtoi. So he said, my Muscharishan is that it's telling the Sugya, Basimekar, Basotavamana. And being that the Iker is, this is what he said, Shitas Toysvis, that it's only by Zarakli, okay? So there's no Manatvira Tavi, you're going to be Chayev. My Muscharishan Shani is this Gemara here, Menachistav Samachtalim et al. But then he went weiter. He said that everyone knows another Gemara. This Gemara we talk about a lot. This is a Gemara that we just had recently in Kedushan Daf Peyalov, but it's more famous for Nazar Daf Chav Gimelat Medalov. The Gemara says that it says in the passing of Parashas Matos, Isha HaFeiram, Vashem Yislachla. What's it talking about? It's talking about a woman that was a Nazar, and she was violating her Naziris. Lo and behold, unbeknownst to her, her husband had been made for the Naziris, but she had no idea that the husband was made for a Naziris. So she thinks she's the biggest Rashanta in the world. Turns out, she really isn't. Says the Torah, Isha HaFeirim, the husband was Mefer. She was unaware of the fact that the husband was Mefer. She still needs Kapara. So said this Yid, that I hold, that even though, based on the Gemara, Menachis, Taf, Samech, Dalet, this person's going to be part of because Zilbos and Maisa, and his Maisa was a very beneficial Maisa, but at the same time, he didn't chop that. He didn't realize that he was doing this guy the biggest favor in the world. So he said, So he said, you're gonna need. And then he said, This year, this is the Shoyal, right? So this is the Shoyal to the Binyan Shlaima. So he said, He said, With this, I think you can understand the following Psukim. This is about to be Dover So the Pasuk this is right after the end, end, end of Parshas Vayechi, after the Misa and the Brachas of Yaakovin and the Kfura and Yaakovin Oloi Meis, after Ptiris Yaakovin. So the Pasuk says the brothers saw Kimei Saviyem Vayoyim when they said Luyis Temenu Yosef. They started getting very worried that you know maybe Yosef was kind to us because Yaakov was alive and he didn't want to stir Yaakov. But maybe now that Yaakov's not alive anymore, so maybe he's going to take revenge. 
He's going to come with a whole Rishima, with a big invoice. So the brothers come to Yosef and they tell him, You know, you know what your father, our father, said before he died. Now Rashi says it never happened, but sometimes he let it be Mashan of the Emes. He said, this is what you should tell Yosef. He said, don't do anything. And when Yosef heard this, he was crying, he was crying, it was a very emotional moment. And Yosef says, and Yosef tells them, you have nothing to worry about. What am I, the Ebishter? You, Taka, had Machshava to do something bad. But Elikim Chashava Lataiva. Really, this was all meant for the good. Because think of the Yeshua that came about through the whole Mechira. You have absolutely nothing to worry about. So the Yid wrote to the Binyan Shloimus, I was thinking, maybe that's what's going on in this Pasuk. What's going on in this Pasuk is the brothers started getting very worried. They said, we're in big trouble, right? And because we're in big trouble, now you're going to take revenge. So what did Yosef HaTadik tell them? It's true, your Machshava was to do bad. Oh, but Lamaisa, what came from it? What came was Toivo, because Alikim Chashavah Toivo, Lamanasoika Yemazalachisam Rab. Only good came from it. And we passed like Rabbi in Menochisam Echtal, it's Zilbasa Maisa. Not Zilbasa Machshavta. Nor Vos, Yechayim Medine Shemayim. That you are. But Vayem Alem Yosef. Hatachas alikim oni? That you don't have to worry about me. That you'll have to deal with the Ebishta. It was an Isha affair of Hashem Yusachlo. And Ben Adam Lamakim, maybe you're going to have problems. But that has nothing to do with me. Because Hatachas alikim oni, for me, the only Cheshben is the Dine Adam. And it's the only Cheshben of the Dine Adam. This is the only thing that you would have to worry about. This is what the Shayel told the Cheshu Shlaim. Akupan Cheshu Shlaim, he gets the Tshuva, he opens it up, and he starts like this. He says, You know, I saw the Shayla, and before I went through your Tshuva, I started thinking, like, which Gemaras to Shteltsu. And he says, Every Gemara you shteltzu, I also shteltzu. There's other Gemaras that I didn't mention. Every single Gemara you shteltzu, I had the same Gemaras you had. Two Talmidah Chachamim look at the same Shiloh, and right away, they start jumping about Kama Yud Zayin, another Gemara was in Parak HaMafkid, Baba Mitzvah, and then you have Nozich of Gimel, and Menoch HaSamechtal. He said he was thinking the same Gemara, stating that the Cheshach Shloimeh came out very, very differently. Now, if you want to go through the whole Tshuva, Ayin Shah. But the one Nekuda, that's Negeya us. And that is, said the Cheshach Shloimah, Muscho Rishon was, Teshteltsu the Sugya, Basa Meikara and Basa Tavamana. He says, there's no Shaykh is the Basa Meikara, Basa Tavamana. This is the Lumdus that I just want to bring out. And that is, the Yisrael of Basa Meikara, Basa Tavamana is not that if somebody damages something and Binavuah, we know that as a result of this damage, Toiv is going to come about that all of a sudden we say that you're not a mazik. Or if we know Benavua that five minutes after you damage, all of a sudden something was supposed to fall from outer space, an asteroid, and land on this and completely destroy it. Ah! Monotviratava. The Isoida Monotviratava and the Isoida Basamekara is that in every single Hezek, there's the Maisa Hezek, and then there's where the Hezek, the Nezokin, actually takes place. The Maisa Hezek, Lechod, and with the Nezokin takes place, Lachot. These are the two components, the two sides of the coin that make up all Nezokin. The side of Basa Meikara's Linon is, is that once the Maisa Mazik happens in this Dover Anizek, so we already could see up the whole Hezek, 
And therefore, it was in the gay Yitzrayrus, so it could be considered as a migufoy. And Bach of a Shavri Bamako, we're going to the hair that the damage already took place, it's going to be a monotir tovar. But that's only when the Maisa Hezek already started. So when the Maisa Hezek already started, then there's a Svaru of Bosemeikara Azlinon. So if somebody throws a Klimei Shagag, so good, there's a Maisa Hezek. Or even if somebody's Zorak Evan, or Zorak Chesmei Roshagag, there's also a Maisa Hezek. At the end of the day, there's a Maisa Look, Taisa says Svaru Pshutahi Lechalik, between Zara Kate and Zara Klee. The Rosh, the story says, didn't hold that way, whatever. But the bottom line is, there's a Maisa Hezek that started over here. Shalos, if it happened in the Gufan, we say it didn't happen. But the point is, there's a Maisa Mazik. And that Maisa Mazik that's about to be Mishlam already started, Bas Sadas, far in the veld, called Basame Karaz Lina. But if you know Benavua, you have Rucha Kodesh, so Grace had ever told you that I'm letting you know this thing that your Mazik, five minutes later, it was supposed to be damaged, anyways. If the Maisa Mazik didn't happen and it didn't start, there's no Shaykhus to the Svarah of Basame Karabasatabamana, and that's why the Bin Yishlaim said, You want to know my Psak Basamegay, it's a Dava Pashan Adlamaoid. It's a Dava Pashan Adlamaoid that Allah is that he's going to be chayv. He got was chaylik in every single thing that he said in this tshuva. He said, but was in the gate the gemara mesachtes menaches. He said over there it's different over there in menaches. He did a ma'isa tzolos nafashes. It wasn't a ma'isa fishing. He thought he was fishing, but the ma'isa the chef zilbas a ma'isa means it was a ma'isa tzolos nafashes. Over here you felt it a ma'isa mazik. Glad the kapish ma'ya galia ended up helping him, but was in the gate touching up this ma'isa. Right, this is certainly the litvish way to approach this whole sugya. But the bottom line is, this is what went on over here in the shuvah. It's a beautiful shuvah. It's mamish kedai to go through it. I but I just want to end with one yodua. But segue. This is going to be very very short. Advara Godin, That is, it's yodua. But I did the chavivali. It's printed in the Megillus Esther Zoisli Yakiv from Agoyin Agodol Rav Shmuel who brings it from his Rebbe Rav Shmuel Rizovsky, who said that everyone knows when Haman was leading. Mordechai, Berchoi Voir. So the Pasuk says, Vayoshov Mordechai El Shar HaMelech, Vahoman Nidchaf El Beisai, Ovel Vechafui Rosh. So Haman was Nidchaf, he was rushed into his house, and when he was rushed into his house, he was Ovel, he was Ba'avelis, Vechafui Rosh, and he was very dirty. So the Gemara Megillah Tezayin Abadal says the rest of the story. The Gemara says that what happened was, is that Haman had a daughter who lived in the penthouse, and she's looking down, and she sees how... There's somebody leading somebody else and screaming, In her mind, it was Pasha, just based on how everything was playing itself out, that who was sitting on the horse? It was Haman sitting on the horse. And who was leading the way? It was Mordechai leading the way. So she wanted to be Mavaza Mordechai. So she took the garbage and she decided this would be a good time to dispose of it. And she throws it, perfect aim, and she nailed who? She nailed Haman. Meaning she thought she got Mordechai, but really she got Haman. When she saw that she got Haman, she was so distraught that she just did this to her father that she jumped off the roof and she died. So says the Gemara, that's why she entered, or Haman entered his house. Avel, v'chafui rosh. Avel albitai zakh the Gemara, v'chafui rosh al she'iroloi. He was Avel albitai, and it was a chafui rosh on based on what happened to him. So Shmurazovsky asked, he said, if that's the case, so the it's out of order. Why does it say Avel first, v'chafui rosh second? It should have said, v'haman nitchaf el beisoi, chafui rosh v'av. Why is it Avel v'chafui rosh? So Rav Shmuel Rizovki said, based on Tois V'sir and Bava Kamba Daf Yudzayin of a base. He said, I'm going to tell you what really happened. What happened was, is she threw the garbage. As soon as she threw the garbage, before it landed on her father, she chopped that it was about to land on her father. And as a result, she jumped off. So he said like this, as soon as she jumped off, that's Zara Klimei Rosh Hagag. Basamei Karaz Linan. And being that Basamei Karaz Linan, so at that point, 
it was already a monotvira tovar. As opposed to the garbage hitting Haman, that was already a shail of Zorak Evan, Alakli. That's Basa Tavar Monoslinon. So Basa's Negeya, the her herself, there was a Basa Mekara. What was Negeya? Him getting dirty. That was a boss of Tavamana. So Zokrab Shmuel, what happened was first she threw the garbage and then she jumped off the roof. But the Avelos was chal before the Chafui Rosh was chal. Because the Avelos was chal made karo, based on Masay made karo, as opposed to the Chafui Rosh, which wasn't chal until it actually landed. And that's why the Sneidad Varim is that it was other the Chafui Rosh. But I'll just tell you one other Dov and Nifla. A little chizik. I'll end with this. And that is. They should go right before this, here in the Zaisliak and Megillus Esther. So Rabbi Shmuel says, What's this big Indian? You know, when you read the Purim story, it's so interesting. We make a big deal that Haman takes Mordechai, you know, Berchoivoir, Kachoyeyoseloish, right? It would such with the niggin and the drama. It could be the highlight of the whole Purim story. And Rabbi Shmuel said that if you think about it, at that moment there was no Yeshua yet. Meaning things were looking good. There's no question about it. Abu Lamai said there was still There was still a lot of work to do. And there was still a lot of work to do. So he says, why is it that that part of the Purim story gets such coverage? Lamaisa, you realize it's still Germany 1944 at that second. So, so he said that the emphasis it's a Goyen. And this is a very, very Chikava Maramakim. It's in the Sidr Agra. It's on the bracha of Allah Tzadikim Allah Chasidim. So the Goyen says, how do we end this bracha? Baruch Atah Hashem, Mishon u Miftach La Tzadikim. HaKadosh Baruch is a Mishon and he's a Miftach La Tzadikim. What does it mean he's a Mishon and a Miftach? Miftach means that Tzadikim trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is worth trusting in. HaKadosh Baruch Hu let you down. You have betach in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem takes care of you. He's also a mission. A mission is like It's like a cane. It's something that you lean on. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a mission for the tzaddikin, and he's a miftach for the tzaddikin. So says the Goyen, a dover nifla. He says that in order for a person to be zoicha to a Yeshua, he has to trust 100% that the Yeshua is going to come. In fact, says the Goyen, if a person would have real betachin, that there'd be Yeshua's, he'd have Yeshua's. Because the Ebishter says, he promises it, have betochen in me and I will take care of you. He said, the problem is it's hard sometimes for you to be betech because sometimes the situation doesn't look promising. And sometimes it's so bleak and he's a human being and has farta mensch and this teva, etc. And he can't get to the place of betochen. So it says the God, you know what the Ebishter does? What the Ebishter does is he gives you a mission. What he does is he shows you a little bit of light. That light's tachlis is to get you to a matziv that you could be by teach and through the betochen you have. That's where the Yeshua is ultimately going to come from. Says the Goyen. I'll prove it to you. It brings two rayas. I'll just mention the second. is the Goyen. Before Haman was hung, Hashem showed him the Gdul of Mardachai. And by doing that, he gave them a little bit of hope. And the Yidden Chap, you know, I know it's Germany 1944, but at the same time, they were able to see a glimmer of light. Wow. If to, if Achashverosh, who is Malach Bekipa, he's the most powerful king in the world, he's supporting us and he's giving us Chizik and our guy, and the troublemaker is Dafka, the person who's Bishal Tachnes. So it gave them a hope. And once they had that hope, they were able to come, they be talking, and that's when the Gaula came. 
The Ebeshte is a mission who miftach latzadikim. First, he's a mission. He gives you something to lean on. He gives you something. He throws you a bone to show you a glimmer of light. And once you have that glimmer of light, that little bit of hope, now you could be poiteach properly. And then the Ebeshte goes from being mission to being miftach latzadikim. Rav Shulayankiv says that maybe that's pshat. Right? Everyone asks the Kasha. Yitzvah was sold into slavery. I mean, it's the most degrading thing fathomable. Chazal said that when he was on the Chamor or this, the Eglah Meshachas Bekarin that we had in today's daf, wherever he was, so there were good besamim over there. And it smelled very, very gishmak. Why? Because the Abish don't want to take care of its Tzadik. And everybody asks, well, what kind of Nacham is that? So it smells good. I mean, just think about where he is right now and what's about to come, to, come of him. So the Velt says that when it comes to Yisurim, the Abish is Medakti, Kachot Asayi, you don't get more than you're supposed to get. But Zok Rav Shmoyankif, that it could be there's an Oymik over here with this guy. In. The Abish was trying to show Yosef Atzadik, I'm selling into slavery, but don't lose trust, don't lose hope. It was a mission, I'm still with you. And as long as a yid feels the mission, that can bring him to being in a matzav of miftah. He says, the whole Yeshua of Purim came from the fact that it was that brought the Geula. Had to bring the Geula, because that's what got the yidin to be able to be Baiteach. And once Klai Yisrael was Baiteach, then it was already a mission of Miftach he says this is true. I mean, it's partial to every tzorah and that is a yid. The Abish that you look out for it. The Abish is throwing you a mission sometimes, and through the mission, the avoda then is is to be by teach. And if a person will be by teach, he'll go from being mission to being miftach, and we'll stop here.